and a very good morning to you, Peter. Good morning, Silvana, and good morning to all of the listeners. How are we all yes. doing this morning? Good, thank you. Happy Friday. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and now nice end to another week. Absolutely. So looking good. It's been uh, the, another another day. It seems to be getting lighter a little bit later these days. So mm-hmm. we can certainly feel that that while we're still in the in the midst of, of winter, we're certainly in the second half of it. For sure. So there's all sorts of positive stuff. And yeah. I'm sure a few more cold fronts to, uh, to to come and a bit more rain. Yes. Um, but I think we've we've seen we've seen the back of winter and we can now start to think happier, mm. warmer thoughts. Yes. Still a month or two off. I'm, I'm sure we traditionally we still get quite a bit of rain in August, but who knows? Yes, exactly. We'll, uh, we'll see. We'll play it by ear. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, today we're talking all about another favorite of, uh, you know, the South African yes. rusks. Tell us all about how to make them, yes. how to prep them. I love Ooh. buttermilk, by the way. Yes, yes, yes. It's one of the favorites. It's an interesting thing. I was doing some research, mm-hmm. um, and while... Um, uh, it's a very a South African, very much a South African biscuit, yes. as, as we like to call it. Um, <laughs> rusk is rusk itself as a as a as a as a as a dried bread or dried biscuit mm-hmm. is pretty much universal. And I've been looking up, and literally every country in the world has their own version of a rusk. Mm-hmm. Everything from Argentina, Bangladesh, or the UK, mm-hmm. uh, France, Finland, you name it, India. Um, Italy have one, Japan have one, yeah. the Netherlands are famous for this, often different shapes mm-hmm. um, and different recipes, but pretty much all, some of them have some quite funky ones where, where they serve it topped with strawberries and whipped cream, so not everyone uses them to dunk into their coffee, yes. some of them use them for like a like a, a, a base, a biscuit base almost for, for a dessert, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I must admit, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, a buttermilk fan myself. Yes. But I also yum, yum. like. I also think that um, that that is it. Oh, it's interesting actually. Where where the South Africans, where where the the the, the um, fur trekkers came up with the idea of rusks mm-hmm. was actually to preserve bread. So oh. we can't keep bread for fresh. So you dry it out so that you still have bread. So it wasn't always it wasn't always sweet. It's often sometimes used as a savoury base. Um, but <clears throat> but the whole idea was that you dry the bread out. So that mm-hmm. you can preserve it and and, and continue using it, wow. because often what we we, we see, <coughs> excuse me, no problem. Rusk also gets crumbled up. Savory rusk often gets crumbled up, and, it, and it's used to bulk out sausages. Um, it's often used in in meatballs or in in burgers as a as a as a binding agent, mm-hmm. and it gives a nice little sort of textural and and helps to bind. So it's not just about dunking into your coffee as for what they're most famous for. Mm-hmm. So there's there's certainly a, a myriad of uses of what they've been used over over the time. And still, um, you'll see a lot of if you look at a lot of <clears throat> sausage recipes, you'll see it calls for rusk. So it's it's certainly something that has a, a, a quite a general application, but for me, I quite like, as you said, I like uh, um, uh, the buttermilk ones, and also I quite like to to add other ingredients. Mm. You know, it's it's a great it's a great vehicle for you can add muesli to them, you can add chopped uh, nuts, uh, bits of dried fruit. So it really is kind of the world is your oyster when it comes to, sure. to making to making rusks. Mm-hmm. So I've got the recipe that I've got. Um, is not my own recipe, it's, but it's it's one I use all the time, and it actually comes from the Taste magazine, um, mm-hmm. and it's been my my go to recipe for years. Um, whenever we've had to do breakfast functions and bits and pieces like that, I try not to make them at home because if I make them at home, I'll eat them all. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's the, the curse of Rusks. Is they're yes. there and, and, <laughs> so and I, it's one of those... I, although it's it's quite funny, I'm, I don't I don't particularly like dunking them in coffee. I'm, I I don't like the you mm. get all the bits in your coffee. I like them just as a plain snack on their own. You don't have to. For me, it's a kind of all day thing. Ooh, grab a couple of rusks, uh-huh. and it's a nice little crunchy, a crunchy munch. Yes. Um, but okay, let's have a look at this recipe. Um, okay, it's this is a. I mean, it's it's a fairly large recipe. It's mm. it, it's a kilo of flour, but okay. you're going to make it at least two or three dozen um, rusks. And it always seems to me that it doesn't make much sense to make a small batch of rusks. Mm. Because the thing is, is that, is that you, can, you, can make, you could make a quarter of this recipe and make 250 grams, but it doesn't seem like much point of making six rusks. Precisely. You know, it's, it's, such a, it's such a process to, mm. to dry them overnight that, yes. that if you do it for six, you're going to have to do it every second day because you'll hoover up six rusks in a day without batting an eyelid, mm-hmm. especially in this kind of weather when there's loads of coffee about everyone's drinking hot drinks. Yes. So six rusks are never going to last. So I think if you're going to... If you're going to to, to, to to go to the lengths to make your own rust, do it with a minimum of a kilo. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you're just you're just wasting your time. Okay. So, so this this is um, this recipe is is a is a, is a kilogram of self-raising flour. So, this is also what's interesting is that we've also simplified our recipes over time mm-hmm. uh, because we use self-raising flour and baking powder in most recipes. Yes. Traditionally, what the the the, the fur trick is where the biscuit was originally made. It's actually made from a sourdough recipe, oh. so made from a natural fermented yeast. So mm-hmm. that kind of that, those those biscuits or those um, those rusks took nearly three days to make. Because mm. you'd you'd have one day to make the dough. You need to let the dough ferment overnight. Yes. So basically, what you what, what they used to do with the bread with the sourdough is you you have what's known as a starter, which you keep alive, which is basically um, water, flour, and water. Some people start it with a little bit of uh, potato. You can use banana. Anything that's got a little starchy sugar content. Yes. What you do is you leave that yeast out and it, that out, and it picks up airborne yeast and it turns mm-hmm. into a living thing. So you've got this mother and you use that as the yeast. Now, the only problem with that kind of yeast is that it's very, very slow activating. It's not like the industrial sachets of yeast that are quite fast. Mm-hmm. So you'll find that it'll take, you'll leave that to ferment overnight. So the, in the good old days, the, the, the recipes there were, it was a, quite a process to make. To make. You, what you do is you'd make some bread and you'd make a big batch of bread and you'd use pasta for rusks for later. And then obviously one bread you'd eat on the day. Mm-hmm. But... We're not going to do sourdough rusks. We're going to do instant rusks. Yes. So, so we're looking at um, a kilo, a kilo of self-raising flour, mm-hmm. um, and to that we've got um, another two teaspoons of baking powder and a nice pinch of salt. Now, I like to, as I said, I like to add um, some more interesting stuff to the to the dry ingredients. So, so we've got here a cup of um, of all brand flakes, mm-hmm. and then half a cup of oats, and then. Um, half a cup of the kind of uh, nuts of your choosing. Pecans work really, really well. Almonds, and just all roughly chopped. So those are your dry ingredients. Mm-hmm. Your flour, your baking powder, salt, all bran, oats, and pecans. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the other side of it is you've got, you've got your, 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 um, your wet ingredients, basically melted butter, 500 grams, um, and 500 grams of buttermilk. So basically, you're melting those two to melting the butter and then whisking mm-hmm. the buttermilk into that, um, and then you've got 375 grams of sugar for that. So that's kind of it's quite sweet, 
So it, it, if you if you want it less sweet, you can you can reduce that down and make it give it a more savory edge. Mm-hmm. And then I also like a little bit of lemon juice in there, just a, a teaspoon of lemon juice, you know, a squeeze of half a lemon. Yes. Um, and so basically, what you're doing is you're melting the butter, um, and then let it let it cool down. And then I, in, in fact, for me, the easiest way for it to cool down, I find, is to to whisk it into the buttermilk. It'll cool down instantly. Mm-hmm. And then you add that together with the eggs and the sugar, and you beat that up into a nice um, into a into a nice a batter sort of base. Mm-hmm. And then you just Basically, adding your, your 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 dry ingredients, your flour, your baking powder, and salt, and then and then so then you're mixing that all in. You get this lovely kind of uh, it should be quite a stiff batter. Mm-hmm. Um, the the easiest way, I, there's two ways of doing it. You could do the traditional where you roll into little balls and clump it all together so that it naturally breaks off. I find the easiest way to do it is to actually cook it um, in a in a flat tray in a, mm-hmm. in a deep roasting pan. Line it with baking paper. Yes. Uh, with baking parchment or with foil, and then just cook it as a long flat slab, because the best way then is once you've baked it, you're probably baking it at about, <clears throat> I would say about 180 degrees mm-hmm. uh, for about uh, 40 45 minutes to an hour. You need to check it. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it needs to be cooked all the way through, even though you're dr- drying it out the second time. Yes. The second time when you cook it is not hot enough to continue actually baking it. Mm. So what you'll find is if you unless you cook it through completely, it, it has that kind of very dense yes. doughiness that you'll never ever get rid of. You can dry it for days on end if you haven't baked it properly. So there again, it's the same sort of test with a with a with a skewer or a or a, a sharp knife is to poke it in and yes. make sure none of the dough sticks to the knife. Then you know you've got a good batch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the idea then is to let that turn that out, let that cool down. And if you baked it into a nice rectangular tray, it's much easier to cut that into nice thick fingers. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, sometimes the traditional way when you're breaking off those pieces, you can end up with more more crumbs than rusks themselves. So, yeah. Excuse me. So I find it much easier to do a whole tray of it. And then mm-hmm. cut that into fingers, and then basically let let it cool down, and then and then you put it into I I, I suppose overnight is probably the easiest, mm-hmm. but you want it in, in a in an oven at about eighty degrees, um, just on a on a wire rack, ideally on a wire rack. Otherwise, what happens if you put it flat on tray is a tendency to steam a little bit and they get a bit soggy. Mm-hmm. So put them on a wire rack, even just one of the the wire racks in your in your oven, mm-hmm. at eighty degrees, and then just leave it till till. Till it's um, till they dry out. Mm-hmm. The thing is, if you're going to do it overnight, don't leave the oven on. What you can do is do it for an hour or two, mm-hmm. maybe an hour or two, and then turn the oven off, but don't open the oven and just leave it. Okay. The oven will will hold that residual heat for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. So don't be worried about if you're going to do it overnight, leaving the oven on, which is a, a general a no-no from a safety point of view. You never know yes. what's going to happen. Or, for sure. Load shedding goes on and comes off, and you never know if it's mm. on or not. And they draw a lot of power. So the best is put it in for a couple of, say, two hours at 80 degrees, and then turn the oven off, mm-hmm. and then leave it. Forget about them for for ages, and you'll find they'll dry up really, really nicely. And then Bob's your uncle. Wow. Um, you know, once they've cooled, you've got fantastic rust. To to dunk or not to dunk is is entirely up to you. Mm, interesting. Now, just one thing I I wanted to. I was writing down the ingredients. How many eggs? Can you just tell me? <laughs> Oh, sorry, three eggs. Sorry, two eggs, okay. Because I was, I, yeah. I heard you saying the two eggs. I mean, sorry, you said the eggs and the sugar. You do exactly. that mixture. I to mention okay, so I'll, I'll run no problem. Through the ingredients okay, again. yes, please. It's it's dry ingredients: a one kg of self-raising flour, uh-huh. two teaspoons of baking powder, 
Yes. One teaspoon salt. Okay. Uh, one cup of all bran flakes. Mm-hmm. Half a cup of oats and half a cup of chopped either pecans or almonds. But mm-hmm. you can use whatever nuts you fancy. Sure. Um, and then we've got um, 500 grams of butter, mm-hmm. 500 mils of buttermilk, yeah. um, three eggs, a teaspoon or a squeeze of lemon juice, and 375 grams of sugar. Okay, super. Got that. I'm definitely going to experiment with these rusks. I've it's, never made it ever, ever. I tell you what, it's like when you make your own bread, mm. there's just, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the commercially produced, but they're, they're produced, you know, in volumes. Yes. Um, and there's nothing quite like biting into something that you've made yourself. That kind of labor of love mm-hmm. is always worth it. I mean, you may not do it every week, but it's certainly worth doing once. It's the same thing I do every year. I make my own hot cross buns at Easter. Mm. And I do it now traditionally because it's, it's just yes. something about those kind of ingredients when you've made yourself. They just, you can taste the love mm-hmm. for that one. Definitely, absolutely love that. Now, also, I wanted to ask you if you don't have those uh, those baking pans, like for the rectangular shapes, what mm. do you suggest? Do you roll it out and make them by hand manually into those rectangular yeah, look, shapes? You, you, yeah. could, you could, you could. I mean, you can do it in you can do it in in muffin in muffin pans. Okay. You know, you could you could also bake it in a loaf tin. And then mm-hmm. cut it into thick slices, and then cut those okay. slices into okay. fingers. So you could actually treat it like a loaf of bread, mm-hmm. um, and then and then just say in a nice big loaf pan, take that up, cut nice thick sort of sort of two or three centimeter slices, mm-hmm. and then cut those slices into three nice big fingers. Super, fantastic. I will definitely be experimenting this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Great Thanks for sharing, Peter. What are your plans for the weekend? Um, this weekend, I'm actually flying to Johannesburg. I, I'm mm-hmm. involved in a in a charity called uh, Christmas in July. Oh wow! Um, and mm-hmm. it's for a, a number of a number of smaller charities that they that, that they feeding groups and all sorts of bits and pieces. And so every year they auction me off, and I cook a dinner for ten people. Oh, nice. um, so I'm flying to Johannesburg to cook for the ten people tomorrow. Ooh, yum yum! Hopefully, a nice hot. A pot of mutton stew or curry or something yeah, along those lines. It's going to be a nice hearty meal. Mm. It's be a nice hearty meal because it's going to be freezing up in Johannesburg. It's, For sure. If it gets cold down here, it gets real cold up in Joburg. So it's going to be a nice hearty uh-huh. meal, that's for sure. Fantastic. Well, safe travels and uh, you and I will catch up same time next week. We will indeed. And to you and the listeners, until then, may the sauce be with you. May the sauce be with you. Bye, Peter. Bye. Bye. Bye.